Hi, it's Mark Aflalo on behalf of Mitchell Whitfield and myself. Thank you so much for taking a listen to this podcast. Do us a little favor if you would. If you love the show, give us a five-star review and don't forget to follow us at Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. We appreciate it and we love doing the show for you guys. Without further ado, here's today's episode. This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. We are back on Your Tech Report. Thank you guys so much for being here this week. As always, Mitchell, if you guys want to get in touch with us, it's contact at yourtechreport.com. You can also follow us on all our social media. It is at Your Tech Report. So excited. I, I, it's a cliche, Mitchell, because we always say that we're so excited about interviews that are coming up. Um, but well, genuinely, yeah, this one really put a perk on your face. And there's so many backstories we can get into, but I really want to dive into this one because our guest is eagerly waiting to come on. No, absolutely. And yeah, you know, we this is I always say this is the beauty about having your a radio show. You can talk about the companies and the products that you're passionate about. So, a little bit of context. Mark and I are both kind of watch guys. I know Mark cla- classically has been in the Rolex camp. I've been in the Omega camp. So there's a little bit of rivalry going there, but there's a brand that I've been a fan of for years. Uh, and that brand is Citizen Citizen Watches. I own many of them myself. And when I heard, not only that we were doing the interview, but also that they have made the, the, the jump into the smartwatch arena, finally a proper watch company making that jump into the smartwatch arena, that you hear the giddiness, right? The giddiness is palpable. You know, you can hear it. No, I, def- I definitely feel it, Mitchell. I feel okay. it. Yeah, I want to make sure. I want to make sure you did. So yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'll, let, I'll let you introduce Eric, but yeah, very excited about the interview. Well, he is the managing director of Citizen. His name is Eric Horowitz. Welcome to your tech report. Thank Thank you for taking the time to join us. And we know that, you know, this whole Zoom thing is kind of strange. But for us here in the radio business, we're, we're old hats. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to actually be quiet and let um, Mitchell just talk about Citizen, if that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could do that. But, I, but before we let Mitchell take over the entire show, because he tends to do that regardless <laughs> of guests, um, talk to us a little bit about the company itself, because Citizen's been around for a long time, 1930, if I'm not mistaken. So tell us a little bit about the history of the company and give us some background so we can set the stage here. Yeah, and and not not to correct you, but actually longer than that. Uh, That's fine, it, by all means. I never I never claim to be an expert at what I do. <laughs> no, So it's now been more than a uh, hundred years uh, uh, that the company was was founded in in Japan, and on on a what was really a very very progressive idea. Think about uh, the world that we live in today, where uh, we all talk about the importance of inclusivity. And 100 years ago, a Japanese man chose the word citizen uh, to be the, you know, choosing an English word um, to represent, to watch for all the citizens of the world. And, and that really uh, was uh, a true story, the, pre- the premise for which uh, citizen was born. And, and uh, innovation has really been the lifeblood of the company for our 100 plus year history. Um, from our very first beginning. Uh, so that led to uh, a series of technological firsts. Uh, um, probably the, the most significant and important one was in 1976. It was the birth of uh, EcoDrive. Um, and that was uh, um, us being the, the very first uh, in the world to introduce uh, a watch that would be an analog watch that was uh, powered by light, only light, and never needed uh, a battery. Um, and that really became uh, our unique selling proposition. But over that uh, time, uh, it wasn't just movement innovation. We were the first uh, to introduce atomic timekeeping technology, um, satellite uh, timekeeping, where 
uh, literally your watch uh, quadrangulates with four satellites uh, uh, and and find you anywhere on earth to give you precise timekeeping. So we're, we're a bit ob- uh, obsessive over time and timekeeping and, and accuracy. Uh, and that sort of has shaped uh, the watches and the innovations that we brought to market over our, our history. You know, Eric, I hear you talk about these technologies, and it's so funny because when I when I show off my watch collection and I bring out my Citizen watches, people go, oh, Citizen, I've heard of Citizen. And then I show them. And I show them. It's like, wait, just let the light hit it. It'll come to life. I'll, I'll wear it for a day. It'll last for six months in the drawer. I mean, the technology that goes into it. And again, we're going to be talking about technology as it relates to Citizen as well. But it's not this just the technology that people respond to. When I show them the watches, the design ethic that you guys have, simple, beautiful, classic. So it isn't just necessarily about the technology, but also the design influences. Talk a little bit about the design because they always have a beautiful, clean look. Every Citizen watch I own and every one that I see. So that's a big part of what you guys do too yeah so you know in in terms of what in, inspires us it, it's um it's we, we're certainly looking at at fashion trends uh we're looking at accessory trends because uh what we're not naive to is that this is uh, an accessory a wrist accessory uh and as much as we take enormous pride in in craftsmanship uh, certainly style is is uh paramount and and you know, our greatest strength sometimes is one of our biggest challenges. Go back to this idea of a watch for for everybody. And uh, that means you know, having a lot of different breadth to our, our, our brand uh, and our assortment. So whether it be really modern, very clean dials to weekend watches uh, to, um, I don't know, Mitchell, if you own a Citizen ProMaster, but, you know, that's really uh, iconic for us 30 years ago uh, Last year was our 30th anniversary of ProMaster, which is our our real high spec professional grade watches for land, air and sea. So um, I'm talking real divers, uh, you you know, their first dive memories are with a Citizen Aqualand. Um, Today, pilots are still wearing our our Citizen Skyhawk, uh, which is a fantastic best in class uh, flight watch. Um, obviously, most of the watches are not sold to professional divers or sold to people like me who are diving to the deep end of the swimming pool. But <laughs> but but the in, the inspiration is real. The authenticity is is real and genuine. Um, and we'll have to definitely get you into a, a ProMaster because um, between our dive and flight watches and land watches, there's uh, some really, really cool pieces. You know, Eric, when we when we talk to different companies, different watch manufacturers, a lot of them tend to stick stick with what they know. You know, whether it's for fear of of not wanting to you know break something that isn't isn't broken or or not wanting to stray. But you guys really really stand out because you're different. You know, embracing technology is something that you guys are known for. What drives that? Yeah, I, I I was really really moved uh, when I, when I joined the company to learn about this philosophy that really like envelops the entire company globally is this uh, expression called "better starts now," and I think it's really been uh, the spirit behind which really drives us this push to constantly innovate, constantly improve, find. Uh, new innovations. And when the innovation is in, in uh, watch movement, it could be in materials. So uh, this, this year, it's kind of interesting to note, uh, it's our 50th anniversary of, of titanium. We were the first uh, in the market 
um, to use uh, titanium uh, uh, to um, serve as our case and bracelet. And, you know, 50 years later, we advanced that technology to something that we call uh, super titanium. So our watches now, uh, uh, what makes something a super titanium watch? It has a special coating called, uh, it's a proprietary coating called Duratec. Basically makes, makes this uh, watch scratch resistant. Uh, and, and so now you're, you have a watch that's almost half the weight of a stainless steel watch that's incredibly durable, sort of the juxtaposition of incredibly lightweight, but incredibly durable. Um, and, and that was, uh, you know, innovation in materials. So Mark, you know, to you know, sort of the, the little longer answer to this is, I, I think it's the spirit of a better starts now that keeps pushing the company forward. And I have to tell you, everything that you're talking about, the design ethic, materials, workmanship, craftsmanship, these are all things that got me excited. I'm going to jump over to the CZ, which is, of course, Citizen's first, you know, yeah. jump into the smartwatch arena. And all the things that we're talking about are what made me excited about hearing that you guys were doing what you're doing with the smartwatch. Because one of the things I think that I've missed out, and we've tried smartwatches from different companies, um, obviously a lot of them have their pluses and minuses, but the thing that I was excited about is that we were finally going to get a proper smartwatch, not made by a company that makes mobile devices, but by a company that is a watch company. Something that looks and feels like a watch. The the iconic design. And to me, when I when I first got this, and I'm, I'm great for radio to hold something and say, hey, look at this. Um, but I'm holding the CZ in my hand. And the first thing I did when I took it out of the box, I said, oh, wow, finally a proper smartwatch. And I showed my watch. I said, oh, that's beautiful. It looks like one of your citizens. And that to me is the ultimate compliment. A smartwatch that looks and feels like a watch. And I think that's something the industry has been missing and a gap that citizen can really fill. Yeah, well, um, th thank you very much. I really appreciate that, um, Mitchell, because that really was the lane that we, we chose, uh, was um, quite deliberately, intentionally when we said, and, and it was a bit of a conundrum for us to think about uh, entry into the, the smart market. We're, we're so heavily vested in, in EcoDrive, right? And we were we were wrestling with, you know, can, can we deliver full digital display powered by EcoDrive. And, and we're not, we're not there yet, but we recognize that there are a lot of customers out there who, who want uh, smart capability, smart uh, features. And we really felt like we could offer something that is, is really uh, discernibly different. We can be the only traditional watchmaker in the, the price point, the, the mid price point uh, affordable luxury that we're talking about and, and do that, find a lane for us that, um, we, we didn't think the market needed a, another black box on the wrist uh, out of respect, you know, certainly to the people who are doing that. But but we felt like if we could bring traditional styling, um, something that people would come to expect from a citizen and yet not compromise on the technology so we could deliver something that was indeed really packed with a lot of powerful technology, but at the same time, to your point, had the styling of a traditional watch that people would associate with a citizen, that that, that could be a, a, a winning lane for us. So we're, we're excited. No, no, go ahead. I, didn't mean to go ahead. I was going to say, and I think you're addressing something that you know exists in the industry. We call it watch snobbery. <laughs> Everyone has been guilty of it at some point in their life. And there are a lot of watch purists, like purists in any uh, facet of life, that say, I will never, I'm a watch guy. And I, and I think 
because of what you guys are doing, you can bridge that gap where you can bring the watch purist in who doesn't necessarily want to wear a piece of tech on their wrist, but wants to wear a watch on their wrist that has technology. I think this watch sort of bridges the gap between a tech enthusiast and a watch enthusiast. And as I said, no one's really been able to do that before. Uh, I, I Should I be in your marketing team? Is it you're looking? Can I say I agree? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think can, I, can I say how well you said that? And and, and thank you. You know, it, it's it, it's uh, um, you know we'll we'll continue to push forward. I, right. I think you know this philosophy of better starts now applies to to everything that we do. So you know we are. You know, with this, we we put ourselves, you know, squarely in in the business. We're not da- we're not dabblers. You know, we we didn't do this uh, without a serious amount of thought, consideration, investment. Uh, so we're we're all in, and with that, then, um, you know, will come, you know, future generations and a lot of exciting things in in the pipeline in this area. But the one thing we'll stay true to is is really uh, this marriage of of design you know, aesthetic, um, and, and, and then function and make sure that we're delivering on the things that people care, care most about the functions that, that we've done a lot of research and people have told us what are the, the attributes that they care most about in smart and, and we're, and we're delivering on those things. Absolutely. Eric, a lot of people believe that the smartwatch was invented or created when Apple came up with a smartwatch, which I, I think is definitely not the truth, because you look back at your storied history, for example, and you can see that smarts were in a watch way before Apple came to the market. <laughs> um, but when, when a company like that releases something and gets a lot of attention, is that something that um, you guys react to as a, as a concern? Like, is it, is it worrisome that someone else is trying to come in on your space? Well, I, I think... Mark, it's it's all of those things, but it's it's and, and yes and yes, but at the same time, it's also recognizing that uh, you know what Apple did was um, bring an enormous amount of attention to the wrist, um, and and what they did is brought in a whole new generation of of people um, who who are wearing uh, a piece of technology or wearing something on their wrist. Uh, Apple, you know, refers to it as a watch. It, arguably it's a, it's a computer, um, you know, that, that's on their, their wrist. Um, and, and so look, we're, we're not going to try to a- ever out Apple, Apple, Apple's incredible. It's genius. We all, we all have Apple products and, and that's in part uh, who they're appealing to is, you know, people who want to be sort of add this to their suite, uh, their suite of Apple products that they have. Um, but, the, the data is really interesting. And in the short time that we've been in the business and we're, we're tapping into really trying to understand who our customer is here. And what we learned is, is more than a quarter of the people who have bought a CZ smartwatch from Citizen actually said they already owned another, another smartwatch. So we're, we're appealing to people who are already in the smart market. And then I was equally excited that that 15% of the people who bought uh, um, our, our CZ Smart uh, had never even heard of, of Citizen. So attracting you know brand new customers into the brand. And that is exactly why we, we did this. We wanted to make sure that we were offering to Citizen customers who wanted some smart technology that, that they didn't have to turn to other brands when they have an affinity, a love affair with, with our brand. So I wanted to keep them at home. 
if, if you will, right? And and so I, I think we've been able to to do that, um, but but for sure, you know, a- Apple's in, Apple's incredible. Um, um, it's it is sort of a fun fun piece, you know, Mark. Uh, it's interesting because back in 2012, we we launched uh, really what was the first connected watch uh, in the market called Proximity, and it was Bluetooth connected, you know, to your to your phone. This this predates actually the, um, I think it was 2015 when Apple came to to market with theirs. So, so we were early on the curve, um, and uh, a lot of people say, uh, you know, what what took so long between uh, then and and now, and uh, we we were doing a lot of innovating. Uh, um, on, on the traditional front, while really trying to think about what the right lane was for us in, in smart. And I think you hit the uh, sweet yeah, spot there too, in terms of. Go yeah. ahead, Mitchell. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There was definitely that sweet spot there. I was just going to jump in because we've been talking so much about the high tech aspects of smartwatches. Obviously, by definition, smartwatches are very high tech items with displays and having to be responsive, having the, the, the CPU inside and the GPU. But sometimes people forget about the low tech aspect. And I'm going to tell you, Eric. I'm going to give you a little analogy. When Mark and I, you know, we review a lot of gaming products, a lot of gaming headsets. Right? People love to have their headsets on when they're at the computer, when they're at their game console. And Mark and I have always said. People can make the most brilliant headphone in the world, but if it's not comfortable, no one will ever wear it long enough to know how good it is. And I think the same thing can be said about smartwatches in terms of comfort. And that's something that people don't really think about in terms of smartwatches, but I do as a watch guy and Mark does. And when I first put this on, the position, the, the lug, the, 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 the silicon band here that just works perfectly and is comfortable and flexible and lays flatly on the wrist, little touches like that, that I feel only a company that is experienced making watches puts the focus on comfort as much as the tech to let people actually enjoy the entire experience. So the design, the design in this had a lot to do also with function and form, not just the technology that's on the screen, you know? Yeah. I mean, and and one thing we were just never going to do is, and and we'll never do this at citizen um, is compromise on, on craftsmanship. Um, So in this space, you know, at, at 395, uh, the competition is is lar- largely using plastic or an alloy. We're actually using the same quality stainless steel that we use in our traditional watches. Um, that story doesn't get you know told often enough and and you know w- well enough and sort of breaks through, but really important because it speaks to the value of of the watch. And and, and I I do believe this you know when it comes to a price value relationship. There's no one who who delivers more than than Citizen. Uh, just I, I'm, I'm continuously amazed, quite frankly, that when I look at what we go to market with and the price that we offer uh, our watches for, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty amazing to me. It really <laughs> is, and and I think we delivered on this as well um, in that case where again not compromising um, on on uh, on the craftsmanship part of it even though um it was very different than a traditional watch 
And you guys just stuck with that. Have you got had you guys just put out a watch? That was a that was a good smart watch, but that was infused with that design. That would have been enough. I think people would have been happy that it felt looked the craftsmanship, but you went a little further than that. And I think what impressed me about the CZ is that there were things that worked really well that surprised me because usually first time out it's like, hey, let's get this watch to market, let's get the feedback, let's iterate based on that feedback, and we'll, that watch will continue to get better and better. But I think I was pretty surprised and shocked when, and I've talked about this watch on a television show already, so Mark and I, Mark has already knows a couple things that I'm really excited about. The display on this watch, because uh, again, people have, you know, you have those iconic citizen faces. Now, you can have more iconic citizen faces by having the ability to have them be digital and switch them around. But I was really surprised by how responsive this screen was, how snappy the, G, the, the, the CPU and GPU were, things that you don't expect in a first-gen product. But you guys obviously put the time to make sure when people wanted to go and check, check their heart rate, go go to the fitness apps, go to time, go have it interact with your smartphone, both on the Apple and Android side. Incredibly yeah. reactive and fast processor, really fast and reactive screen. Yeah, and that, that was important. We... we we wanted uh, to make sure we were going to market with something that could be tried and true. That's uh, why we chose uh, Google Wear OS, um, uh, you know, proven, reliable. Uh, we felt really good about it. Uh, um, the eight gigabytes uh, gave us plenty of uh, power that uh, even though we, you know, preloaded things like Spotify or Strava, but that there's plenty of room there for people to add uh, their own, uh, you know, own apps. Uh, um, so there's plenty of storage capacity. Uh, and, and that's why I keep going back to the, the fact that we did a lot of research to say, what, what did people care really most about in this space? Uh, you know, it, it, it's not dissimilar to your phone. You know, most of us use just a fraction of the capabilities that our phone can, you know, offer. Um, but we said, what is it that really matters most to people? And they they cared about heart rate. They cared about steps. They cared about you know text notification. Um, and we we knew we could check all those boxes and then and you know and deliver a lot more than that. But you know, early feedback tells us exactly that that most people are really using you know those those functions. Uh, so we, you want to have fun. You uh, you could spend uh, yeah you could spend hours with our watch uh, uncovering all kinds of interesting features. Uh, we'll we'll you know certainly have to deliver more uh, watch faces, um, and we we think there's you know a lot of fun opportunities for us to do that. Um, that's one of the great things about, uh, you, you know, technology today is that we can just, you know, with updates, uh, you know, that happen all the time, right? We're all, everyone's used to updates now. Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We're looking forward, not only those updates, but to, to keep in touch with you guys and to talk about everything you guys have coming down the road, whether it has, you know, a screen or not. I think in our minds, it, there's always technology that runs behind these kind of things. So we love talking to companies that are not just bits and bytes. Yeah. And and, and that means a lot, Mark uh, and Mitchell. Uh, you know, this it's a lot of fun to be able to talk to people who are as passionate about the brand as I am. So uh, um, thank you both for the time. And, and I really appreciate it. That is Eric Horowitz, managing director over at Citizen. Mitchell, will take a quick break, come back and wrap up the show. There's more Your Tech Report after this. 
you looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.